0: yo yo what's happening welcome to the grown man ish podcast i am mike j and with me i'm throwing the oop to him like d wade
1: hey it's your boy bow tie fresh aka beige rage Aka, your girlfriend loves me. <laughs> oh
0: man! Uh, you got chill man beige you yeah. You oh, niggas. Beige race niggas be getting tossed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't trusting. I ain't trusting no, trustin no beige nigga in a, in a crisis. Nigga, <laughs> either that nigga gonna go all the way out and try to kill everybody. That nigga might roll. Y'all don't seem to have a. Y'all don't, y'all don't have. Y'all don't have a, a medium. <laughs> it's either like, hey, I gotta do it, or I'm killing everybody else and myself. You know, <laughs> not, the, not, not the suicide bomber type action <laughs> you never you never see no, that, you man. never see a brown or dark skin nigga whoa let's talk about it let's, let's use reason oh man what's been going yeah, on man. life
1: life's been good bro life has been i, I say life has been good cause i'm I'm being super positive man like I always trying to see the glass half full man a lot has been going on and um you know, with fat- with with family and you know extended like family and things like that. But uh, your, your boy Bowtie Fresh been been actually on on a good move, man. Just kind of plotting and sticking and moving, like just trying to look at my, looking at next moves and that sort of stuff. But man, I have really been in like straight house mode, man. Like my my oldest boy's about to be ten this year, and like he's ready to like change his room up and and you know he wants to he wants a football themed room because like he's like super into football right now, so. Yeah, I just bought him a new bed. Um, his box spring should be here, uh, I think Monday. Uh, but like new bed, new mattress, you know, you know, actual bedding. He, his bedding and design, like man, I told him he's 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 given uh, the last name a bad look, man. My my son likes to. He, he's turned into a Saints fan, oh, and dude. he's like, yeah, man. He but his his reasoning is like. he's, He's like that is for the culture. The Saints have more black more black players than, than most other teams. Hmm. I said it. I said so. This is your reasoning for being a Saints fan. He's like, yes.
0: So what happens when but, they get? What happens, what happens if they become the Patriots and get more white players?
1: Who knows, man? It's, this kid probably gonna want to try to flip the script and, and and change up his room or whatnot. But right now he's he's on the he's on his Saints tip and he likes you know Michael Thomas and and. Um, Oh, I can't think of the running back's name on top of my head now. Kamara, uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Kamara. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's just on the Saints' kick. So, really, just been in house mode, like trying to, you know, let him come into his own and, you know, watching him develop his little personality and that sort of stuff. And uh, like I said, just been in home mode, man. You know, trying to take care of the outside, the inside, spring cleaning that sort of stuff, man. Just, just getting ready for the summer season, man. That's about it.
0: I feel you. What's man. been going on your way, bro? Uh, last week, man, you know, you know, as, as people know, if they send on our Instagram, man, my lady, she won a mirror award. So I'm definitely proud yeah, of that. Out. For those, for those yes, who sir. know, a mirror award is like the highest award you can win in tech in the state of Indiana. So it literally it's like the Oscars. So it was a cool event, man. You know what I'm saying? Her family came in. So that's why, you know, I apologize. It was on me. We didn't do the show last week. So it was just, you know, one of those things that I was just busy trying to get things together. But, uh, oh, yeah, no doubt though, it, man, it was,
1: definitely, was, definitely, was, definitely got to show
0: up for that. It was. A, I told you. I had texted uh, Bowtie while I was there. I said, "Damn, it's a dude there who looked like the wrestler Booker T." <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey,
1: yo,
0: King Book. And I wanted to ask, that, that, I wanted to ask <laughs> that nigga, can he do a spinneroni? But uh, yeah, so it was a. Uh, it was a good event, man. You know, so I was able to celebrate, man, and, and it was all, all for me, man. For those who truly know me, like offline, like for me, like Bowtie, I tell you, I, I get so hyped to see him. Seeing people win, you know what I mean. I'm i never, yeah, I'm never been one of those people who were like, yo, if, if hey, man, if it's—I enjoy the past more than the shot because I figure it's gonna come back to it's all relative. So you know, yeah, you see people win, man, people you love, and that's like my friends, my family, whomever. You know what I'm saying? Even people I dislike, I'm more like, oh, that's cool. I ain't gonna hate. It. Like uh, this, you know? Like I was talking right. about about something. So shout out to the stripper. You know what I'm saying? Doing well. Oh but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. you know, it's all—it's yeah, all its hang a up. Yeah, you know, you came up, so you know, you got up out the pole. But uh, you know, it's all good, man. So yeah, man, I'm,
1: I'm with you man. though, man, because like like you said, man, I love I love seeing my people win too. Like I said my friends, family, whatnot, and and, and definitely your lady, man. You know, I I shouted her out on my social media, you know, just 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 because she deserved it. You know what I'm yeah. saying, man? Like she's she's doing great things in her in her field of work, and like you said, man, it's it's about it's all about seeing your people win, man. Like to me I was just as amped up and, and, and hyped as Mike J was cuz I mean like to, to me that's his lady that's my sister Mike J is my brother and, like I'm I'm hyped for this you know what I'm yeah. saying so definite definite shout out you know super happy it is it was overdue she definitely deserved it you know much love man for real
0: yeah so that's that's been about that's been about it man this has been some uh, it's been some cool stuff going on there man so back to the grind man so uh hey, uh, boy, oh, hey man I got. I was gonna say.
1: I want. I want to send sh- want to send a shout out to, to my brother. My brother EJ. He t- turned uh, he had a birthday this past Monday, and uh, definitely want to give him a shout out. My he's about to graduate high school, going into college. Shout uh, out. You know that's he's the he's the youngest. Of, he's the youngest of the of the group. Uh, so, you know, he's he's all, he's on his way, man. So definitely shout out to him for, you know, coming to his own. He's been doing this thing athletically and, and academically. And uh, like I said, just just definitely shout out for him and happy to see him following in the footsteps of his elder brothers and, you know, doing his damn thing out there. Man.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a shout-out to him. I mean, considering I've been both on I've been I remember both because, you know, all my siblings are a lot older than his siblings, so I've always had siblings in the house. where both I was, like, the only child for years. So I remember going over his house and seeing two two little nigglets running around in, in their damn diapers and no shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, now to right. see like, one graduating college and going to law school and the other one, you know. Running into you know going graduating high school going to college which is because I ran into Bowtie's brother the other day and I hadn't seen him so long he was like Mike he said you know who I am I was like Yo. I was like Mike smack this little nigga who's this you know what I'm mean? saying 'cause I just, had, <laughs> I just hadn't seen him that was with my homegirl and he's like Mike I was like oh 'cause you know I you know you, you know I seen nothing I the last time right. I was, he was like 12 13 years old so yeah. you know to see somebody now 22 years old he's 22 right. 22.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. twenty three this year,
0: yeah. Yeah, so you know it's, it's crazy, man. So definitely yeah, show out to that, man. And it also shows that we're getting old and washed. So uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not I mean, I'm not washed. Yeah,
1: Seasoned.
0: Shit, That's what now. that is. <laughs> shit, nigga, you are washed. <laughs> Both I used to go to bed at like seven thirty. He's like, dude, he's come on my house like every weekend. Like nigga, i am like oh nigga, what you want what you doing, nigga? This nigga this nigga up there smiling, sleeping.
1: Like, <laughs> hey, man, hey man, you know, I, I value sleep, man. You gotta have your this, rest, man. I want to, I want to feel, this
0: nigga, I want sleep. This nigga sleep like he laying in a coffin. <laughs> 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 that nigga had his hands clasped and everything else. I thought I want to put some white gloves on this nigga for all them years. Hey, man, hey, man this, I
1: want to, I want to always feel like I'm in total rest mode. That's that's what that is, man. Like, completely rested. <laughs> yeah, nigga. All right, nigga. No. Hey man, I want to. Hey, real quick though, man. I, I, and this was something I that I read and, and I forgot to throw it on the outline, man. But I want to give a black excellent shout out. <clears throat> excuse me to a to a gentleman and Mike J and I talked about this and we talked about it in our group text too. But I want to give a shout out to I, Ali Bracy and Ali Bracy is a black man who put six hot ones in a man. Oh yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, for com- yeah, yeah. For coming into for breaking into his house with no pants on. And, and Ali found this man in, in his twelve-year-old daughter or stepdaughter's room with no pants on, with, with his hammer out, yeah. sitting there. And he said that he told the man, "You know, you need to get out. You know, he had he had he had the pistol pulled on him. You need to get out, dude." Let you know, according to Ali, the man growled at him man. and kind of made aggressive motion toward him. So he put six in him. So. A lot of I bring that up because one, I'm all about family, and so is my J. And I'm gonna do whatever it takes to protect my children. You know what I'm saying? No
0: doubt.
1: And even if I and even if I see some shit, you know, kids out at the on the playground or at the bus stop or whatever, and I see some you know some shady shit or whatnot going on, I'm gonna protect them kids. I don't care if they mind or not. You know what I'm saying? I don't like people messing around with kids. And this dude right here was was way out of line for coming in somebody's house with no pants on, and coming into their daughter's room. But another part of the story is that the the narrative in which it was reported kinda of oh, yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. Well, where the the media reported the, the individual who broke into the home half naked. They reported him as a stranger yeah. in the home. And then they reported that Ali Bracey, the black man who's protecting his family, as the shooter. I don't I don't give a damn who you are or or, or, or you know, what side of the fence you stand on, what side of the line you stand on, politics, social, whatever the case may be. If somebody breaks into your home and is half naked, there's a problem. That yeah. person's deranged. That person's a sociopath. That person could be a pedophile. That person's a criminal for coming into onto your property unwarranted. So for and then for them to say this man's a shooter for protecting his family, nah, nah. that's foul. Not that's foul. Right. And and a lot of times there's been a, quite a few things that have happened that I don't really want to get into. That's is gonna piss me off. Is a young man in North Carolina. Who is a has a there's an open carry state in North Carolina, yeah, and the gentleman it. had a gun at his waist, and he's he was killed because the cops told him to pull the gun out of his waistband. Which number one, I, I don't think he was doing anything wrong. Number two, if you told him to pull take the gun out of his waistband, then you shoot him when he does it. Hey, that's a problem. But I'm not I'm, I don't want to get into that. I just don't like the the narrative and and the way things are twisted and misconstrued and, and construed to paint these black men who are innocent and myself being a black man too but painting black men who are innocent or protecting their family or doing what's right as the criminal and then these white individuals who are pretty much breaking the law or you know you know going rogue if they are law enforcement you know painting them as the good guys that's some bullshit man and i and i really hope that, that a lot more light is shed on that within the media cuz honestly man it it pisses me the hell off and it's dangerous to individuals like myself and Mike J my brothers that that are in college and going to law school and going to college, my sons, it's it's my fathers, Mike J's fathers, all of our group chat, it, it's it's dangerous for us out here, and I don't think that individuals really understand the scope of what they are doing when they do shit like this, man, because they're putting an unnecessary target on us.
0: And also, and it's to in the piggyback off of that, we talk, I mean, a lot of times people think we're joking with extra male. To me, extra, extra male, and, and this is Mike J, I'm not speaking for tie, is white privilege. That's why I, we get so infuriated about by, by extra male, because it's white privilege. Because if the narrative was switched, and, it, and, and if it was Jerome in there with no pants on, and growling, and, and had his hammer out, and was doing God knows what, and the person was white, then it, it, that person would be, the hell Trump probably would tweet out this person was a hero. And hell, they be at, he be at all the NFL games with the damn troops getting saluted and all that type of stuff. So it's the narrative, it's the white privilege that goes on. We'll talk a little bit more about that in extra mayo because it's something else I want to kind of get into, man. But uh, no doubt. And also before you know, we talk about black excellence. Yeah, y'all go check out that movie Little Man. I went to go see it last Sunday. It's a dope ass movie.
1: Hey, uh, I want to see that, man. It's it's, a, it's a, I, I want to check dope. that out.
0: It it is a dope movie, bro. Uh, you know, shout out to to uh, Marseille Martin and uh Regina Regina Hall. Yeah, Regina yeah, Hall. Yeah, Regina Hall. East yep, yep. The So yeah, shout out. It's, it's a dope movie. We went to go see it last Sunday, man. I like it. wasn't like a kid. It was like, oh I really like this. It was it was really good, man. So check right. check that out. Black ass, young black woman, young black lady, young black girl. You know. 12, 13 years old? Is 13, 13 years old? yeah. Yeah, man. And so that's, that's definitely a blessing, man. So. Hey,
1: man, you, you said her name, man. But but, but I, I want to say that, that she's got a lot of people in her feelings right now. man. Oh, Issa yeah, Ray. man. Yeah, Issa Rae, she, she hurt me,
0: man. No, but I'm no, going to take the uh, flip side. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead, bro. No, no, the flip side for me is I'd rather her take her time when insecure and still, instead of her trying to balance everything else, and be like, man, this. think about how long we wait for insecure, right? And then we should come back yeah. whacked. Yo, and you can, I mean, and Issa could be up out of here. <laughs> I'd rather her get the bread, take her time, like Donald Glover's doing at, or, uh, not at Atlanta, and make. So them, I was going to, I was going to say product. the same thing. Yeah,
1: I was, I'm like my, my shows, man. Atlanta, Atlanta, taking he's taking his time, and I respect that. They all they're all doing other projects. They're they're black individuals doing big things in, in entertainment in Hollywood, and I totally respect that. And I want great product, but there's that selfish part of me that's like, oh, yeah. damn it, I, I want to see my content, but. You know, all I'm going to say is when when Insecure comes back, damn it, I need more than a
0: 30-minute episode. That's what, That's, That's what people were saying, <laughs> saying I heard on, on Twitter. But I don't know. Yeah. Cause you, but the thing is, I think the part of it is so good is because you're getting so much content in that bit of time. Sometimes I, hours are a lot. And sometimes I've seen shows yeah. like, oh, man, this really could have been like 35 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. right. Uh, right. I'd rather get, like, oh, live me. Like, I can't wait till next week. I'm like, all right. Next thing I'm on my phone, and I, I ain't tweeting. I'm texting or something like that. So, great. Googly, moogly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I, I, I will text you what I saw, bro. But, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, man. Cool, man talk to me about, talk to me about about your nemesis man talk to oh, me about the trump
0: so the so the miller the mueller report came out right but yo, before the but yo, the, before the report came out, did hey, you see what I just said? She, yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, <laughs> hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> but uh, so the Mueller report came out, right? But before the shit came out, number one, his him and the Department of Justice gave him the report and all that stuff before you know Congress and everybody else got it. So that he already had his not even his rebuttal, like all these pages of the rebuttal. Yo, homie, had a video and the meme out. Yo, right wilding yo did you see that's what movie? i said man the he's game
1: seen the meme me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear, the game of thrones me man i said he he's he's really wilding right now
0: <laughs> hey you know the, you know the, between while we were while we were on a little hiatus he had the meme of uh, the, the batman music and they took that shit off of there for copyright infringement yo he's out right. here wilding, like yo what president you know making memes and, and, and videos for the haters and losers according to him so then he, yeah. then he tweeted out presidential harassment. You know somebody's a sociopath when they when they, when they type or text something in all caps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then, like, so the Mueller report came out. So I didn't have a chance to read everything. So I was like, just peruse and stuff. So, I, so someone was like, hey, you need to check out page 290. So I was like, all right, bet. So let me pick up page 290. So Attorney General told Trump, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm not going to paraphrase, paraphrase everything, about the special counsel being appointed he was like oh my god i'm fucked <laughs>
1: yeah man. Hey mean the funny the funny thing the funny thing is man like right when it came out man i, I was in a, i was in a meeting and my phone like ran, went off twice and my mama was the one who texted me this thing and she was like look at this dumbass wow <laughs> yeah, man. man my man said oh my god i'm fucked <laughs> I can see it though man. I can see it. Like I, I think he probably took some extra presidential time and was just like, "You know what? I'm about to yeah. go wild on Twitter. Uh, they want they they want this and I might be going down. Oh, it's about to get real live.
0: <laughs> and, and, also, and also shout out to him for last week being in his golf the golf club. That's the, the 181st day out of 242 as of last week that he's been at it in a, in the office and been one of his golf clubs. So Shout out this to him, guy. you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just saying, Exactly, time must be nice. Can you imagine, dog, having 100? I've been working since I was 15 years old, bro. I ain't never had 181 days. And I've been, you know, I've been man, in my job for exactly. a long yeah, you know, That's you what go, I'm saying. Like, I, ain't, I don't shit. think I've had
1: 181 days off <laughs> the entire time I've been working.
0: No. I mean, you count maybe being in high school where, you know, you ain't working like that, but, like, as an adult? No, man, Please. Get the fuck up out of here! Not so. and,
1: and not just at one. I mean, at, at one job. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? that's what I'm saying. Like this is this is his job. 181 days in this job, he's been out.
0: Yeah, man. Like that's that, that's, that's wild. Wow, bro. And ain't you know he ain't going back to work. This ain't like how you have a meeting or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's three o'clock. I ain't going back to the office. Yo, man, got the whole day schedule. Like, yo, bet we're gonna hit the links. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back and look. He probably like look first executive day. Start off porn. Eat a fish sandwich, and Big Mac, <laughs> extra cheese, and extra sauce with a side of mayo with the fries. You know, golf course, cheat. Now i was reading something about Rick Riley. He's writing a book about all the time Trump cheats at golf, at golfing. And they said that's a lie. If you cheat at golf, that shows it's the lack of uh, respect people have as you as an individual. But I, that's neither here nor there. So shout out to him for sort of finesse. But uh, hey, man. Hey, man. So let's get to the extra, extra mayo, bro. So I was, I was perusing the internet the other day. And I'm always interested in something that happens in the state of Indiana. So, did you hear about my man who sued his parents over the porn collection? No, I had not heard about that, man. So, my man—I guess he was like—he's uh, like—he wasn't like no teenager. wasn't even like fresh out of college. He was a full-grown ass man living with his parents, <laughs> and then they told him, "Don't bring." I was reading the story. They said, "Don't bring that pornography or those sex toys in the house." So, my man did it anyway. <laughs> Yo, so. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy! Can you imagine your dad hitting you? To my dumb brain, not even the porn. Yo, me and my man, to my dumb brain, the sex toys. I'm like, yo, right? What type of sex toys are you having? Are you having like the 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 blow up doll? Are you? you
1: My man got the my man got the infinity fist. Yeah.
0: Man, he's like, yo, this one feels for real. It's like, yo, he's like, I can feel just like what Roxy Reynolds feels like on a Tuesday. Yo, so right. out here wilding, man. So, yo, he sued his parents. Number one, I could imagine suing my parents for anything, right? I still feel like my pops will fuck me up. But number one, that's what I was going to say, man. I try to sue my parents, man. My, try
1: to sue my parents. My, my parents going to kick my ass. Yeah,
0: like, oh, oh, yeah, you oh, yeah, all right, all right, nigga. So, you know what I'm saying? But then, can you Right. Homie out there, you you, you saw your parents, they threw the, he said it was vintage porn. I'm like, yo, what type of vintage porn do you have? Every time I've watched, like, 1980s porn, it's always been mad, wad, weird. You ever seen, like, that 1980s porn? Remember the chick in the <laughs> state? Yo, yeah, they be having, like, a full fledged Darnell Hillman afro in the pubic area. Whatever, I ain't shaming this thing. Y'all remember watching, I watched the porno back in the 80s one time, y'all. The nigga came out the car and died Aries. Nigga, I died. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hey. I mean, you know, I,
1: I guess my I guess my guy said Vanessa Del Rio still gets it going. <laughs>
0: hey, I know, right? Yo, she has like the hugest clit I've ever seen too. <laughs> but uh, that's neither- <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, was, I was, I was working at like I was working at a job, man. And uh, like, my dude that told you he sat on the chick's face, <laughs> he brought it up in conversation. I was like, well, damn. Well, let me check this out. I was like, well, damn. It mug is big. It's more like a monkey fist. But that's neither here nor there. But you no, know, <laughs> what kind of porn this is? This is taking the turn. <laughs> yeah, no, This is that's the great thing about the grown manish podcast. All right, so what kind of porn you had to sue your parents for twenty thirty Gs, bro? What what? Okay, I know. Well, what kind? What, what do you what do you consider the vintage, bro?
1: I don't know. I mean, if if he's if he's suing his parents for how, how much was it twenty that's, thirty thousand? Yeah. So, if if I'm suing my parents for twenty thirty thousand for some porn, I got to have like Playboy issue number four. You know what I'm saying? Like. Some of that stuff that's just gonna be like extra classic and mint condition. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what classifies or or how much you know that you can ass- assess value to to vintage porn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they look at it just like any other collection, like basketball cards or whatnot. I don't know. And they got to Beckett for porn. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, <laughs>
0: like, damn, not the damn. You know, y'all still got my basketball cards in a binder by my bed randomly.
1: Oh, so do I, man.
0: But I got yeah. well not
1: by my yeah, but I got my basketball card. My 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 son be trying to get a hold of. Him. I'm like, nah nah, buddy. Some some of these is going to worth some money. You can't get a hold of this.
0: Yeah, but but uh, yeah, man. I don't
1: I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what type of what type of vintage porn he had to be able to sue his parents for for twenty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's just the minimum for yeah. for destruction destruction of property or something. I don't know. I'm not an attorney. You know, my brother will be soon, so maybe I'll just hit him up yeah. and see. But Bring you know what on. I mean? Like, the I about
0: this porn life. Like, how much could you get? Right. Him? Right, and that's just that's just. I don't know
1: vintage for and like what what classifies it as vintage. I mean, does it have to be more than ten years old, more than twenty years old? I mean. Because I wouldn't necessarily say that that two thousands porn has a lot of value to it, man. It was not real, easy, you, you know. What I'm saying,
0: gonna, <laughs> like, you gonna, you gonna see Wesley? Well, Wesley pipes and some Michael Jordan jeans, I mean, <laughs> and some luxe boots. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> shout out to, <laughs> to Wesley! Shout out to Wesley too, man. I mean, shout out and shout out to the shout out to the homie man who rest in peace. That Wesley was hitting so hard, his socks came off. <laughs> 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 Rest in peace, Damn. my nigga. <laughs> hey, man, hey he was, say, man. He was a
1: wild dude, man. He was a, he, he was a wild dude. He was
0: a fucking legend. <laughs> but hey, man. But, yeah, man, man. <laughs> But also on the extra mail, man, like switching up, man. I want to talk about the gentrification thing. I know it has been going on in cities all across the United States. For those that don't know, gentrification is when they go into poor neighborhoods, they People buy it up, they redevelop it, kick the poor people out, and then they want to try to change up the ethos of the neighborhood. So you can see that in any neighborhood, and you can see it in any city, big city in the United States, you're going to see that. So this one thing, specifically, it was about Howard University, and I saw this before a homie, Mike Jacka, posted it in our group text. It's about how yeah. people like, basically walking their dogs and exercise on the Howard University campus, right? This being real disrespectful. My thing is this. If you move into the neighborhood, that's fine, whatever. But be a steward of it. Embrace the culture. Don't sit back like in Brooklyn. They said they the people call the police on because people beat on drums and stuff like that. That's a part of the neighborhood. You you a visit, you right. just now getting to the hood. And you know, indulge right. yourself in the local community. <laughs> just because you put a fucking Starbucks up and something else, doesn't mean you own anything. So stop the damn extra mail. That shit is infuriating to me, man. It's just a disrespect because put it like this. If Botan and I went to some college, the PWI was a predominantly white institution, and we was just walking our damn dogs and stuff there, and went up all the white people there, oh, best believe campus police is pulling up on our ass quick. Hell yeah. And I've been Quickly. at DC, and it's not like Howard's like one of them places where you can just pop up. You got It's a it's a place you kind of got to go out your way to get to. It ain't, like yep. you just, it ain't like how you go to IUPY down to Indianapolis, where like, oh, damn, I'm on MLK, now I'm on West Street. No, you got to go behind a wall and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. It ain't the, It ain't like the, you know, you have, it's a concerted effort to guilt to go there. Because I'm sure, are y'all doing this at Georgetown and other places? So it's just frustrating. Man. Right. So stop it. If you're going to go move to the, embrace the people, embrace the neighborhood, become, become one of somebody. Instead so it's kind of like on, well, she got to have it. And they did the reboot of that. It's the same issues. And people don't, people want to move in the neighborhoods that have been established for years. They don't want to embrace. They just want to take over. So stop the extra mail. And that's all I got to say. You got anything to say
1: about that? No doubt, that? man. don't right. oh, no, man. I, I I am in complete agreement. It, it it irritates the hell out of me. So I I would I would ditto everything Mike J just said about that because it, 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 it pissed me off. We talked about it in the group chat and in group chats, man. But yeah, it's it, it, it's a blatant disrespect and disregard for those individuals as people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's their neighborhood. That that's where they've been. And like you said, you're, you're moving in and whatnot. If you if you want to build up the community and so forth and so on, that's fine. But you need to do it in conjunction with the individuals that are there. You know what I'm saying? You can't try to treat individuals like they're less than human or, you know, that's like if me if, if we were playing a basketball game and, you know, somebody just came in and started shooting on our court while we're in the middle of our basketball yeah. game, like, yeah, whatever, disregard you. Like, that's that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I just seen boys
0: get snuffed for that type of stuff. So, no doubt. You know. All right, man. So let's get to the twister, bro. And this goes, I know we had sent this out before, but this goes out to, the, you said Sheriff in St. Lucie County? Yeah. With body okay. slamming. So, so go ahead, both. I know you're passionate about I'm passionate too, but I really want you to really No, slide. I mean, yeah,
1: it was, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's nothing like we haven't seen before, man. You know, it was a, it was a Sheriff in St. Lucie County. <clears throat> and I forgot, I can't remember, Michael, you have to help me to the exact scenario. But he was seen body slamming an 11-year-old child. Like, literally, body slamming her like he's in a WWE. Now, you mean to tell me that there's not a way that you can't break up whatever's going on or, or you can't uh, subdue someone or, or, or defuse a situation without literally body slamming someone? And not just, not just someone. This, this is a child. Your, da- your daughter's 11, Mike J. Yeah. Like, that's that's like, that's like a grown man body slamming your daughter. Oh, my yeah. son is going to be 10 in August. That's like a grown man body slamming my son. Oh, all hell's going to break loose. you going to wish that Satan himself got to you before I got to you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous how these individuals, these police, these individuals that are there to quote-unquote protect and serve are doing these things. Um, but this isn't the first time they've done something like that to a child. You body slam and get that physical with an 11-year-old child? Come on, man. Like It, it, just, it just perpetuates and, and – and, pushes the narrative that we talked about earlier in this show about how um, law enforcement and, and individuals take advantage of certain situations. And, and we are painted as, uh, when I say we, African-Americans, people of color. I'm not going to say african American. Let me say people of color because it affects our Muslim brothers and sisters, our Latino brothers and sisters, and all of, all of the above. People of color are treated in a certain way and painted in a certain way, while these individuals who are sworn in. That is their job. That is they've taken the oath to try to protect these individuals, but they are abusing them. It it really just irritates me and rubs me the wrong way, man.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. So it's just you know it's <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those things. It's like beyond frustrating, and it's to see it over and over again. And I never want to get to the point where I'm conditioned to see a person because I was a young person, right? Like just be just be right. manhandled by the police, you know. And I, I don't know what that young I don't know what happened with that young man, but number one, he was running away. The cop had the job, right. you know, so he could have, he could have, he couldn't even put him in a bear hug, got him, got him down and put him in the hand, whatever the protocol, I don't, I don't know. But the fact of Yeah, and I'm to, not saying, Go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, I was going to agree with you. It's not like, I, I don't, I don't know what law enforcement officers, you know, trained on their protocol, anything like that. But I will tell you that the force that was used, the mechanism that he used to subdue this 11-year-old child, and I'm going to continue to say it, 11-year-old child. This wasn't a grown man. 11-year-old child was uncalled for. There yes. could have been so many other things that, that, could, that he could have done to subdue this this child as opposed to body slamming. And like I said, my son's going to be 10 in August. Let me see a grown motherfucking man try to put his hands on my son like that or body slam my son. Oh, it's going to be more than
0: some smoke in the city. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. And I one more thing before <laughs> we jump off of this, and I wasn't trying to get this little ugly piece of shit, you know, I'm going to follow before, before we go, man. Hey, you need to get them the twizzle, bro. My bad, you, you, we went, we, we talked about it. We ain't give them Oh, them. yeah, Why oh, oh Twizzler, yeah, yeah. Bro?
1: He can, he, just, since they was in St. Saint, Saint Lucie County, man, they can get that old backwoods twizzle. that bad boy that's been in the, that's been in an open wrapper for about two and a half months is extra stale. They can get that twizzle, man. He can sit on that and enjoy the rest of his afternoon.
0: Yeah, man. So I didn't really want to give this dude too much publicity, anything like that, because I think he's touched by it, and he, he's also been accused of sexual assault, but I'm the song. I got a feeling I know
1: where you're going to go, because I was about to say the same thing. Man, you can tell we brothers.
0: Yeah, so, go so this you. little ugly fuck Kodak Black, and I'm not even the Kodak whole Kodak fucking Black. And before we get into it, it was a disrespect towards Lauren London, not Nipsey. I think a lot of times people get it twisted, as mm-hmm. they were like, you know, it's just, no, it was a disrespect was towards her. He's passed away, that's one thing, but the disrespect was towards her. Now this whole thing with him and T.I., they've had the little words. And I, Kodak Black, you know, he talked about it. He called T.I.'s sons, you know, gay slurs. Now I'm just reading something now, and this is quote told Kodak Black, I believe. You know, I hope it's quote Kodak Black. Look, I ain't a little flip. Ain't nobody scared of T.I. He ain't on in my career. I got some advice for you, T.I. Sit your old ass down somewhere. You 45-year-old, worried about what I'm doing. I said, okay, whatever. I can see that. You battling. I said, that you watch your mouth before your daughter daisy gets piped keep it up and i might just nut in her are you ready to be a granddad and she find in the bid. it won't so it won't take long if that man will, if he, if that you know and and this is the full point bro number one are you accused mm-hmm. of rape yeah i mean i don't even know this girl's 18 yet yeah
1: well it's, a, it's like it's like like you said number one kodak black is just about worth it for him to make a for him to make those type of comments about a child yeah. that's that, 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 that's totally separate than the disrespectful comments that you make about somebody in their family. Again, you call cro- he's crossing the line. It's different. If we going back and forth beefing, or, you know, it's a rap beef or we got, you know, worse for each other, whatnot. And you keeping it between us. We two grown men. That's one thing, but you crossing over and talking about not, not, not one of his kids. You to talking about all his kids and that man's wife, you bringing family into it. That's a whole nother level, bro. That's beyond, that's beyond, you know, any of this publicity bullshit and, and, Entertainment crap or whatever you've you've crossed the line. Let you talk about my family. We it's it's a whole it's another fuck, it's fuck a whole lyrics. another level. Ain't no able talking. This ain't lyrical. This
0: ain't none of that. And, right. and, and I don't say let's box. No, 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 nigga. We got my my
1: adolescent daughter, you making comments about you making comments like that about my adolescent daughter, bruh. No, okay, I, I, I can't do it.
0: And I, I would do. hope he wouldn't be. And
1: it's more that than up. and it's more than just Ti. I. I just I just saw an interview that that uh, you know uh, Gilly the kid. Yeah. You know, have had some comments for Kodak Black. I've seen that your boy Game had co- comments for Kodak Black. I've seen the big boy, an uh, uh, icon, an OG, a legend in the game, has some comments for Kodak Black. So this dude, this dude is, like, really, like, running around and being very, very reckless with a bunch of different people. Yeah. You know what I'm and, I, again, I don't know if it's, you know, him trying to push, it, push stuff or, you know, gain airtime or publicity or what. I don't know. But somebody really need to pull him aside. Jay Cole J. Cole just had a little sit a little sit down or, or commentary about Kodak Black about somebody needing to pull him aside or, or come and talk to J. Cole and let him say, hey, look man, you need to calm down. Just try to give him some some knowledge. But but dude is extra wild, man. Yeah. And I know that and I know that I don't I don't know if it's going to probably, you know, slow down or curtail anything he's going, but I just heard that or read that he got arrested on drug and weapons charges at yeah. the US border, Kodak yeah. Black. So a lot of people, a lot of people being funny and saying that you know maybe somebody tipped
0: him yeah, off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> see someone they said. Ti called t- t- Crime t- Stoppers. <laughs> I yeah,
1: Ti was- Ti t- called Crime Stoppers or something like that. But you know, uh, uh, again, for for an individual who's had who has several charges against him, who has sexual assault charges, weapons charges, drug charges, all of the above, you know what I'm saying? For you to still be out here making reckless comments, not in not in song. It's not like you rapping this type of stuff or whatever, and just to try to say that oh it's a part of my art. No, you out here is making direct comments and direct statements to and about people. That's a whole other level, man. But like I said, you you making comments about a, a, a child, an, an adolescent, you know, somebody's not 18. Nah, dog, can't have it. Not in, the it. Mike, like in the words of Mike, my Singletary, can't do it. Won't do, do it. 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 Not at Don't all. Have
0: it because <laughs> I would think about this and be fucking I, mean, I, ain't, I ain't tweeting you I'm gonna get your number yo and then when I see I'm yeah. fucking you up and it wouldn't be and that's it ain't Ain't nothing ain't now if you want to make it and if you want to make it public I, hey, it is what it is but I'll be like yo when I see you I'm fucking you up I just want you, you know, ain't gonna be no ain't, ain't gonna be no hell oh, let's talk about it now. when I see you I'm fucking you up and it's coming it's I and mean, I'm not and I'm not oh, the type yeah. of person to wish violence on them, but you only it's like that whole Takashi shit. You only control so many people for somebody fucks you up. Yeah, and you you keep doing these things and then people will will touch you because nobody care about the little whatever you said. Now it's just like damn, now you seem like you've been accused of rape when You saying this, bro? You need you don't even be talking about fucking nobody. You need to sit right. your ass down. So. It's just I don't know man I didn't want to give that motherfucker nothing but when I saw it come up across you know as I was as we were doing the shows like you know, yeah I feel like I got to address this man especially as somebody at you know being the doing the family thing you know it's important you know to have that you know it's just to be able to have no that doubt protection that's what they look for us for man but like i said no kodak, doubt. like man you you can get the twistle that looks like his face and anything that, <laughs> looks, that looks that damn ugly should be should be like it looked like a, it looked like some of the shit i seen on game of thrones when they, the, the thing came out of the chick's vagina that's what reminds me of kodak oh no <laughs> but yeah, but whatever, yeah, man. We
1: we gonna have to we got we got the extra mayo, man. We we might have to develop a little something for individuals like Kodak Black. You know what I'm saying? okay, yeah. giving given out the award, you know. Yeah, maybe that like some maybe like some thought sauce or something, man. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Because that nigga, he's just out, he's just out of line, man. Out of line, but bruh, well, uh, but enough off that ugly ass nigga, man. Let's get to down to the playoffs, bro. So, man, what should be your biggest playoff surprises so far?
1: Uh playoff surprises uh have, have been the fact that uh the New Jersey Nets have been <clears throat> excuse me, pushing to the limit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was telling Mike J and, and a lot of cats in our group text, like, man, I couldn't hardly name anybody on the New Jersey yeah. Nets team. But these cats are, are hooping. Uh uh, what's the name? Levert. Yeah. He's he coming out balling, man. Yeah, so yeah. like that's probably been to me, uh one of one I guess if you could call it the biggest playoff surprise or, or or you know, or you know, something like that, that that would be it man just the fact that these cats are are playing some good ass basketball i don't expect them to win the series uh, but they lost, they lost cats, last they, night yeah they lost last night you know uh uh what, what you call it? Uh, simmons came out and put on put on a little bit of a show but the cats is balling man i got to give i got to give them respect where respect is due man like, that's probably been my biggest playoff surprise
0: yeah, man, I, I, I did all that. Uh, I mean, I'll take it back. San Antonio, because San Antonio beat Denver again last night. So they, up, yeah, they, I up 2-1. That. they honestly, should be up three zero. So I, I give it to San Antonio, man. That uh, that's the dude, man. Light skinned cat for San Antonio. He been, yo, he been setting Denver on fire. Open. CS did thirty. You think thirty six points last night? Thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. He's been he's been out here killing them, giving them buckets. Same, uh, White Derek White. Yeah. And shout out to Denver, man, because they got two dudes from NapTown, Gary Harris and uh, Trey Lyles, you know. But yeah, he man, he, he, he been giving, he been giving the Denver the damn fits, man. So that's that's crazy, man. But yo, who's some of your favorite performers? Best performer so far?
1: Uh, you know, I'm I'm a Greek Freak fan, and uh, that last game, the Greek Freak, man, it was like it was a complete game for him. Uh, again, you know, I, I think he had like eight or nine assists, like twelve boards, like. I think, I think it was 32 points or something like that. I know they. I think they played tomorrow night. I think, but his the last game that they was in, like he put on a he put on the show. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Greek Freak and then James Harden. Man, and James Harden was in his bag the other night. Man, he was hitting a step back. He had that little, you know how he has that like that dribble between the legs like four yeah. or five times, and then that little man, he was all over the place. I seen him with a little spin move. He had that Ron Mercer baseline spin move on one play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give it to, to, to James Harden too, man. The the two cats that you know MVP race that everybody's talking about, uh, you know, Antetokounmpo and, and James Harden, they they've been putting on the show. Uh, but then I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with what you said because with Der- Derek White because he has balled every game this season. So I think that his performances should not, even though he's not the big name or you know, you know, the superstar like 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 the Greek Freak and Harden are, his performances should be overlooked, man, because he has balled every game in this series.
0: Hey man, I must have to go. And this is a game to hurt my heart. I was Kyrie Irving. He set the Pacers on fire in Game Two. Man, he started hitting them down threes, then getting to the bucket, and then see this. Just, they, this, I think he scored like twelve straight points, which you know took the Pacers yeah. lead. Man, and also the the, the best one on one matchup to me in the playoff, Dame Dillon and Russ. Man, Dame, yeah, this, that, Dame, Dame, Russ, ass on fire. Man, he, yeah came down and broke the three, damn, hit that long three and, and was staring him down. Like, them two yeah, past man. niggas don't like each other. And I love it. I yeah. love the fact, I'm, and I'm not saying you got to fight, but I love some competition. Like, everybody ain't got to be all buddy-buddy. You can do that in all season. Yeah. Man. Yo, but I, I think, like it. I, but
1: I, and I think, I like the fact that, that the two of them, that even if they don't like each other, or let's say that they do, let's say they do like each other, but it doesn't carry over into, it, it, you know, into the game. So, like, they can be cool or, you know, respect each other off the court. But when they own the court, them two cats are going at it, each other's throat. And I, and I think that's the part I like. And I've always said that Dame Willard is a hooper. He's a baller. And I think that this plays right into it. Because I've always said I think Dame Willard is like an individual baller. Like he's a hooper. I'm not sure if he's like that team guy that can win a chip. But I will take nothing away from Dame Willard. That, he, he's a damn assassin. When I seen him pull up that last game, like Mike J. said, and he pulled up from the logo. And it was like it, it didn't touch nothing but the net, and he just stared at at, at, at Westbrook like, "Now what, yeah. nigga?" Like that, like to me, like that—that's what basketball, playoff basketball is all about, right there. I know Russ had a triple double that one game, and Man. you know he came he came close to that, and everybody says that he's a you know a stat stuffer
0: and so forth and so uh, on. Stat but, stealer. Let me ask you this, and this yeah. is my, this is you uh, know, and this is my pops and, and my pops and, and the old school group chat been all. Is I I I'm starting to think if some of those triple doubles are that is great. It's a great accomplishment, but to me, getting a triple double doesn't make you the best player in basketball. Like mm-hmm. people people saying like oh Russell's the best player because he got triple. No, I I don't think that. I I don't I don't think he's the best. He's not to me not the best point guard in the NBA. It's a great player, but Russ 66 yeah. percent from the line and that jumper is going. And as great as Russ is, shoot you in, shoot you out, and sometimes that whole like. Because if he takes this game, this Dame Biller thing in Game Three, and he's like all hyped up and everything, they're gonna lose Game Three. But I love Russ. But there is a, but, you know, what do you think about the NBA player saying he's the most over hyped player in the NBA? And I kind of deviated, but I wanted to get your opinion. Uh, you know, other other NBA players saying he's the
1: most hyped. Yeah,
0: Russell? yeah, they said they they do a poll for NBA players, and he said he's, he's over. I forgot who was one, two, and three, but he was overwhelmingly number one. And this is the oh, yeah. NBA players.
1: I mean, I think people I I think guys probably say that because of what you just said, you know, a lot of times they'll probably see that, oh, you know, he must be he must be close to a triple double and he's not taking a lot of shots. He's just hovering around the basket to try to get a few rebounds or whatnot. You know, I mean maybe that's where guys are seeing it at, like at that at that pro level. I'm not a I'm not a pro guy so I can't see how they see it or what they're looking at, but I would say that's probably it and like, and then going back to what you said, triple-double, I think is a hell of an accomplishment. And I think that Russell Russell book's a baller. Like, I, I really do. Um, but sometimes, like you said, that triple-double, it, it can be skewed a little bit. And for for guys, you know, like the Hardens, the Currys, the Durants, you know, LeBrons or whoever that are, like, you know, considered to be
0: the best in the game, well, you know, I, found, I, I found think that the they look at bro. I found it. Not to not to cut you off, but I found it. No, you go ahead, bro. So, I found it on uh on the Thunderwire, right? So, this was, like, I think from The Athletic, man. I don't pay for The Athletic, which popped up. So, they had 47 players polled at the most overrated NBA. 17% Russell Westbrook, 17% Draymond Green. 6.3% Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, and Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not going to get into the rest because I think when you start saying, mm-hmm. like, LeBron James and James Harden, now it comes to sound like a little salt. But, uh... Right. Yeah, man, but uh, it's it, it's definitely it's definitely interesting, man, to see you know how what guys think. But I don't know. I love Russ. Russ is a Hall of Famer. He's a great player. But they ain't been on that ass. I can't wait for. Oh game yeah, to, I think game. I think game is game three tonight. I think it's game three. I think it's game three tonight. Blazers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely gonna be watching that game three tonight, nine thirty, ESPN. Hey man, so let me ask you a question. This is something, and this is where both and I differ, right? So, I mean, when we talk about Patrick Beverly, I think Patrick Beverly is fantastic. I think he is definitely <laughs> the nigga who hoops and lugs boots, jeans, and no shirts. He's <laughs> and, and <it's> probably musty, <laughs> and like, and both eyes, like the freedom of the game type of guy. So, did you see Kevin, Kevin K, uh, KD talking about like, look, I'm like he referred himself in the third person the other day. Like, yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all know who I am. I'm i I'm Kevin Durant. Yo, I, shout out to KD for getting off that third person. That, that's just – you know you're doing some cold shit, man. We can get the third person off real tough. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, man. So,
1: like, I, I, I've, I've always said like – Mike, like Mike J said, we, we differ on this. I've always been the person that's like – in this scenario, I'm just going to speak about this, this particular scenario right now because we've had several other conversations about other players. But for me, I feel like Kevin Durant done and said what he's supposed to. Like, I'm, I'm Kevin durant And I think last night he acted like it. Like, I'm not going to get into this, you know, back and forth with this, you know, C-level player. You know, I'm Kevin durant I'm, I'm the second best behind LeBron in the league. What the hell do I need to prove or how physical I am or, you know, tough or back and forth or whatever? And maybe that's some of Bowtie Fresh's, you know, arrogance coming out. But I'm like, nigga, you beneath me. Fuck away from me. And I think that that's how – I think, in my opinion, that's how Kevin Durant should have viewed it. I mean, dude is literally is blatantly trying to just, you know, get in your head or fluster you or people say he's a Hall of Fame pest or whatever. Like, it, it is what it is. But to me, if I'm Kevin Durant, it's like, nigga, the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, what are you doing? I'll let the refs handle you. I'm trying to win championships. you trying to get under my skin. I'm trying to win championships. Yeah, I think it works. I think it did. I mean, I, I, I think, I think. No, I think that what Patrick Beverly has been doing has. has and, he's a, and, he's
0: a, and he's a hell of a defender. I take nothing away from him.
1: Well, I do give him that. I, I give him. I give him a, that from the defensive standpoint. I think he's a really good defender when he actually plays basketball. I think he's. I think he's a solid defender and a, and a, and a decent player when he plays basketball. But all the other dumb shit, I'm like, you can leave that shit at home. Yeah, but it's this ain't. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't you know, you we're not playing prison rules basketball. I know right. he's from Chicago or what, East Chicago or whatever the hell. And, you know, I'm tough and I got this. Nigga, this ain't about that. He's yeah, about winning championships. Um, and it's Kevin, it's and can,
0: okay. Kevin
1: Durant. Think about it. But Kevin Durant done what he was supposed to. Yeah. Kevin Durant busted that he ass should.
0: last night. He should have fun. He should. He should. He should. He should. That's
1: no, what should. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He should have been doing that from the beginning and not falling into this trap or whatever. He should have just been busting his ass from the beginning, and it would have shut Patrick Beverly up just like it did last night. Patrick Beverly, after the game, I gotta tip my hat. You know, he's this and he's
0: that and blah blah. blah. Okay, but so your whole narrative is changed. I just busted your ass. Narrative at, let me Let me throw something at you. You a Bulls fan, right? They don't I win. Am. They don't win those three chips when Mike come back without Rodman and Rodman great play. They don't. But what 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 was Rodman saying? What what would Rodman do? Like Rodman, like I I know. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get on this. It's the same. Not every, you gotta think, man. It ain't football where physicality, you can knock somebody's head off. And Tim, it's yeah, the yeah. basketball. And it's only a finite amount of people who have that toured that level that skill. We ain't never gonna see no Kevin Durant type cat again. But, a seven foot dude that can damn it be a shooting guard. And then, you know, you're well, gonna shoot like that, it's you gonna be whatever it is. Like, look at, hold on, just, let, let me cook for a second. Look at a guy like Bruce Bowen, right? Bruce Bowen stayed in the NBA. He was a hell of a defender, but I was listening to an interview yesterday. He's like, my thing was to get into your mind, to pester you. He's like, he was talking about he was like, he would like touch different players, and he was like, they would get so frustrated, so mad at that that they wouldn't like, they would get so out of the game. Not everybody's going to be an elite level player because, to me, God only gave that talent to certain few. And I think that's, I think that's what it is. Let me ask you this, and I'll let you get your shit off. Would you want Patrick Beverly on on your team?
1: But I want him on my team. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it would depend on what I need.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, hey, you I mean, got, you got, you got, a, you got an NBA roster with twelve guys, twelve active guys, right? And like, hey, we need a, a backup point. And I, do you? I want mean, him? I would, I mean, do I you probably want, do you want him on your team.
1: It to me that's tricky because you, you know me, and I'm, and I'm that mental, I'm a mental person, and if you about a whole bunch of fuck shit, I don't want nothing to do with you. So I would say I would want Patrick Beverly on my team when Patrick. Beverly plays basketball, and is that great defender and that good that that good rebounding guard that he is? Like that's the Patrick Beverly that I want. The Patrick Beverly that's doing a bunch of other random shit. Like you know, I, name, I, I, okay, I well,
0: name name play. one team that didn't have an Aaronson. Name one. Name one championship team that didn't have didn't have a guy to get in your shit. You know, to sit back play. Oh, I, I mean, not every team had You have to have that to win. So I was and gonna that, say I was gonna say this to 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 your Rodman comment. Rodman
1: was a was a person that would would do that would, would participate in that type of behavior or whatever he would on occasion, but <laughs> Rodman, but Rodman was a guy that would get on your damn nerves not because he's always trying to you know fondle your balls or do some other shit. Rodman's that guy that get on your damn nerves because it's like God damn I got good footwork how is he getting every fucking rebound. I'm, I'm, I, You know, I'm, I'm Carl Malone. I'm David Robinson. I'm these guys that you know. I'm known for, for you know, wiping the glass. And I know I got good footwork and I got size and you know so forth and so on. But damn, this dude gets every fucking rebound. Like how? Yeah. Or it's like. But, and it wasn't it wasn't Rodman there, – there were times where it wasn't Rodman trying to be all in-your-face and dumb and all that type of shit. Like, he was playing some solid-ass basketball. There was a game – I can't remember which year it was, but Rodman had, like, ten assists in, like, three straight games. Like, he was, like, like orchestrating. And it's one of those things, like, damn. Now, I know he's supposed to be rebounding and he's, you know, he's a defender, but now this nigga stepping out and kind of orchestrating defense. He's hitting Kukoc in the corner. He's hitting, he's hitting Scotty cutting through the lane. It's like Rodman would, Rodman would orchestrate and get on your damn nerves because it's like, shit, I thought I had him figured out. It it wasn't always like it seems to be with Patrick Bradley most of the time. It wasn't always, oh, I'm going to smack you on your butt or rub your head or untie your shoe or fondle your balls or whatever. Like, Rodman was actually doing shit that was like
0: tangible. And let's, well, well let's, let's go back to this. It's not. It's not something like Rodman wasn't blessed with being six eight, <laughs> uh, yeah. level yeah. athlete. You got to think. Think of Rodman with the Pistons, right? And this is a, a tangent, but I want to get the dude was the most athletic player on the course. It's not like probably always six one; he's average athletically. So he's gonna do those type of things to get to get you out. But if it's, if I'm willing to take a guy, if I can get you out, if I get a guy like guy like KB. Hey, like, who on the Clippers can stop him? Nobody. All right, nobody. Man. Nobody. What's wrong? I mean, Robin is the you know some of the stuff he was doing with Karl Malone because he physically wasn't strong enough. But Robin was right. like a top-level athlete. That dude. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like you know he was like beating Robin up and down the court. That dude was super strong. That dude was boxing out Shaq. So it's like Robin. That's a what I'm saying. Like it was one, of, the, it was one of those things. Man. He's a genetic freak that you don't see. There is there is some natural guy giving gifts. And this isn't like a basketball. Here's a guy giving gifts of being 6'8, being strong as hell, and being, you know, and being able to run like that that we just did not get. He is doing this just like guys like Jared Dudley. They got you gotta figure out a way to be able to stick <laughs> Jared Dudley. Make, you be know, to stick. On. man. Stick on. Look at Jared Dudley. You see him, I'm like, oh that nigga might use the hoop cause he's tall. But you ain't right. like, bust your ass. It's this one of those things, man? Every team has a guy. Every you go back to guys like uh, Quinn Buckner played for the Celtics and uh, R, and the K, you know, RC whatever his name played the uh, ML Carr. He's one ML of Carr, yeah. All every team has an irritant. If you don't have a guy that can play defense and get into a star player's head, that's every team. Think about when the Bulls was on their run and won those championships. Who was the irritant to get in the, to try to, to try to get physical stuff with Mike? Didn't really have one there wasn't nobody really there wasn't nobody really out there i mean the knicks they mean they, well the pistons used to bust mike's i was gonna say
1: pistons yeah, they bust mike's pistons. ass Rick, oh, Rick
0: they, they got, they, him got, him got they got into mike's ass You know, mike you know they in the pistons getting you know, old mike got better but every you gotta have that. it's basketball not everybody's gonna be as talented to be able to the game be a free flowing game you're gonna have to have some, some guys you know shout out to my whole boy john Chaney, some goons to muck it up and you know that's and that's what Beverly is. If I want, if I got, if I need a defender, a, a guard defender, bring him on in because I know he's gonna be, he's gonna work, he's gonna get another guy's head, he's gonna give me everything he got on the court, and he's probably gonna be ready to, you know, go to Applebee's after the game without shying and, and pick up the and pick up the food. That's just the type of nigga Patrick <laughs> <people like. laughs> But you know, I didn't want to go too far into that, but I was just curious because we differ. Me, no, about whatever is about winning. But uh, let me ask you this, man. Let's let's position. I know the Magic Johnson thing is old, but I want to take it a different route, right? You work in an organization where you deal with hiring and firing. Have you mm-hmm. ever had an employee quit like Magic Johnson, or have you ever quit like Magic Johnson? Uh,
1: no, I I have never quit uh, like Magic Johnson. Um, i have not I'm not done anything like that. Uh, but I have been in scenarios and seen people do it. Yeah, um, I've seen I've seen uh, frontline individuals do it. And I've seen uh, I've seen one executive level person do it, um, so yeah, I've seen people do it, but my but me personally, no, I have not.
0: Well, I have. So and you were there, <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you were there for one of them. So this yeah. goes back to the year that two thousand one, two thousand two, maybe two thousand one. I don't remember. So we're out there, we're out there playing basketball, and it was you know I had to go to work, and we're at I think we were at the, we were at Roe James' house, I believe. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we were. So we're at James' r b Superstar, and I was supposed to go to work. And I just said, fuck it, I ain't going back. and Continue my game. <laughs> you know what, yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel magic, man. It'd be like, maybe to the point hey, to
1: Hey, to, 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 Mike, to Mike J's defense, though, that was an intense-ass basketball game. There was a lot of shit talk going yeah. on. And-
0: <laughs> I was like, fuck it, man. Do I really want to go to work? And the thing is, I got screwed out of a promotion at Cole's. So Cole's... Can 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 kiss my whole asshole, right? Same. Oh <laughs> so damn, like, not the whole hole. The damn, whole, whole. Like, yo, every <laughs> fucking crevice, motherfucker. Be like, is it a polyp in there? Cole can kiss my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. So, uh, my
1: J, my J, out there like buns from booty call.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fuck Cole, right? So I got like screwed out of a promotion. And then somebody lied on me at work. So I was just like, man. And I remember talking to the supervisor. And this was my second gig. This wasn't my primary gig. I'm like, man, fuck this! I'm gonna go ahead and shoot another mid-range jumper and go ahead and, and continue, <laughs> right and continue, and continue my damn day. I was not going to no damn cold. so I I quit. And never came back. Picked up my last check and kept and kept it moving. But yeah, so I man, I I, so I knew where Magic was coming from, you know. And then and, and it's also the fact that it's Magic Magic probably like, look, bro. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was nine years old when Magic at you know he said he had HIV. You really think that Magic's gonna be out here with all the money magic got and all the things he done dealt with? You really think magic gonna be out here living that stress life, man? Please, magic said, Look, I'm gonna go back to tweeting, I'm gonna go back to dapping people up, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to being right. Like, <laughs> Like, fuck, I look like. magic like, Look, my best job is being magic, you know? That? Literally, that's what he said, like, my best job being magic, yeah. Like, dog, it's magic, like, if magic came in here right now, nigga, it's magic. <laughs> yo you go it's different michael jordan this thing is like oh it's michael jordan you know he has yellow eyes big jeans and looks unapproachable (laughs) no it's magic like yo magic got the charisma like you feel like you magic know you you ain't never seen this man in your life. step on tv and he ain't never thought about you yeah it's it's just the thing It's magic and so i applaud him man so you know white people were hot like uh adrian wozenowski and mark stein and all of them Man, oh yeah, man. Wojo, Wojo was hot Man, Some Magic, <laughs> I want to see that nigga with a meme of a whole bunch of money and laugh at him Call him a broke boy and what about my damn day <laughs> Oh damn <laughs> Yo man, you ain't gonna be talking too <laughs> much about me I'm Magic fucking Johnson You ain't gonna say nothing now, I'm Mike J I got some I'm heat, Kevin program. I'm Kevin fucking Durant Hey, right, right. <laughs> but he a Full third person, man, so Alright, right, man, so let's switch it up, man So, uh Tiger won the Masters Did you watch any of the Masters? Tigre oh, you know. Are you in? Are you in? Are you in? Are, are you into golf? I know you're into soccer. Are you into golf? Uh, I'm into golf a little bit, but not
1: as much as I'm into soccer. Uh, I did not watch any of the Masters, but I did throw up a Black Panther fist for Tiger, even though he doesn't claim us very much. Yeah, he I'm didn't want like, ah, Tiger, 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 Tiger it. Yeah, he didn't want it. But dang it, you know, it's it, it, it's a it's a win for a person of color or multicolors or whatever. So I'm taking it. Damn it. Hey man, <laughs> <Something's> <laughs> I'm not one of. I'm not before you before you before you start cooking. I'm not. I'm not one of those people like, that, that's, you know, the big cancel culture type person or whatever. So I, I never canceled Tiger Woods. It was just kind of like, eh, he's hurt. You know what I mean? Hope yeah. he can come back. Because a lot of the stuff that was going on, you know, him fucking a bunch of different bras and giving them, you know, feeding them Subway sandwiches and all the stuff <laughs> he was doing. Like, I'm a nigga. And that's the stuff that I see on a regular basis. I know niggas is fucking random bras right now. That <laughs> you know what I mean? They got a girlfriend.
0: Let, let it, <laughs> hey, tell it, tell it King. <laughs> What's <that nigga> name? <laughs> hey, Stone. Nah, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like, just saying, saying all Stone was like, <laughs> it's, bigger, it's, it's bigger than both <laughs>
2: sides. <bullseye>. I'm
1: Stone. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm <laughs> just saying, man. Like, all I'm saying is the stuff that t- that people were upset at Tiger about, like. It, that's that's everyday shit you know what i'm saying like it maybe it's bad that i it, that it's normalized to me i don't know but i'm like, like yeah i'm not i can't cancel tiger for for doing some everyday you know for you know Maybe smoking some weed or whatever now. Now, Snorting cocaine's another level. I don't know what the hell he was on when he was in that police station. I don't know nothing nah, about on, that. No,
0: nah, allegedly he didn't, but he allegedly he was on pain pills. So yeah. He was, oh okay. Yeah, Tiger was on the he was on the he was on the pills. He wasn't on the coke, he was on the pills. So
1: Okay. Yeah, so but he, nonetheless, I'm not one of those people that cancel the tiger. I'm like, eh, whatever. You know, keep him keep it pushing. So I'm glad that, that, you know, he came back and won a major. I think he's what, two or three off of Nicholson. Yeah. So I'm yeah. hoping that he, I'm hoping that he can at least tie tie Nicholson, you know, just to piss some other people off. But oh,
0: yeah. other than
1: other other than that, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is.
0: I watched 18. Now we could talk about
1: that. We could talk about that soccer all day
0: long. Man. Yeah, I watched eight. I watched 18. That's the last hole, and I seen him. And now Tiger's hugging his family and everything, and hugging hugging his Becky Queen, hugging his mom and everything. I'm like, damn, Tiger, ain't a black person around. And like I said, when I first thought about Tiger stuff, I was laughing. Like them voicemails when he's talking about his, you know, don't don't call this, don't call that, the Subway sandwiches. Cause when he won the masters, I said, like, Oh shit, baby, Tiger's back. Subway kinda hit a dip after Jared got out of here getting nasty, but you know, the yeah. Subway, that Subway hey, stock. Jared was, was jerry was wild. Yeah, <laughs> <He out> fucking <laughs> So Tiger probably already had probably had his boys like, yo. Uh, call call up call up uh, call up Brooke at the damn subway. Look, I want a whole platter of five dollar foot loans. You, you're not getting that premium meat. I got the cold cut <laughs> combos and meatballs and maybe the, oh, Italian damn. And the Italian. That's all you get. You ain't getting you ain't getting like the chicken roti. Uh, not, the, not the pastrami. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He ain't even getting that <laughs> he, ain't pastrami. Ain't even getting, he ain't even getting them that dog. You give them straight like, them straight. The subway club. Is bologna? Yeah, <laughs> anything that's cheap. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I thought about Tiger. Hey. Like, oh damn, Tiger got it popping, boy. Tiger hit back the Applebee's only and pepperoni T- slices, TGI Fridays, and a whole bunch of mayo. Tiger, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Tiger probably dipping his sandwich in mayo, not even on the bread. Like, yo, let me get that, let me get an extra handle that. You know, I was like, it's. <laughs> Hey man, so uh Tiger's out here wild. But like I said, Tiger don't fuck with us, man. So I'm happy that, you know, he got it, but and Tiger to me is like, eh, whatever. I'm, I watched it. It was it, it was you know, I, I, I respect his greatness, you know, but he don't fuck with us. So I'm like, whatever. So Tiger's like like you know, like a OJ type character. Not about killing a white woman like that, but this one of those casts is kinda like, You don't fuck with, you don't fuck with us. I don't fuck with you. I'm, you know, I respect your talent. Keep it moving, man. Did you see that picture of Tiger that came out after the Masters? Yo, he had the yellow eyes and everything else. He had the, yeah, yeah. Wow, looking crazy. MJ was proud. Uh, MJ made comments. Something I didn't think he was gonna be able to do it. I know I took, you know, MJ had to make it about him. Like, you know, I took two years off, but I came back. And you don't know, take your black ass back, You went out to <laughs> you went out cause of gambling and to play baseball and and then fuck, you know, fuck white women in these random ass small towns. You didn't, you didn't handle damn injuries? Nigga always wanna make it by itself. Well, oh, Big Jane Bastard. But yeah, man. Mike J's hatred for, 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 for the other Mike J
1: is
0: <laughs> it, showing right now. Fuck that
1: nigga, man. <laughs> big J <laughs> Big <gene> Bastard.
0: <laughs> yeah, but man, man. But let's switch it up, bro. So let's I mean, I want to introduce a new segment to the podcast. So and we're gonna do like the grown man is grown, we're game of Thrones recap. And ours is different because Motai watches it. I don't. But I watched the episode that came on the other day. I, I tried to get into it before. So this is my thing. The y'all. winter is here. So before, let me, let me cook and then I'll let you get into it. And I have some questions. We're going to do this. I'm going to watch every episode. We're going to talk about it on every podcast. And then after yep. that, if I enjoyed the last episode, I will go back and I will catch up on all the seasons.
1: I'm going to need y'all's help on this too. I'm, I'm going to need y'all to encourage Mike J. Keep him motivated. Yeah. Cause Cause my I mean, my, my, my J would be like, nah, I fuck this shit. I'm done. Yeah,
0: you know, I, know, I, know how, I know how my I know how my Jay is. No, no, no. But I'm but for those who know me, if you ask for something, and you know, I will I will do. I will I will do. I will be If I'm a man of my word. Now I might be like fuck <laughs> this shit before you ask. You know what I'm saying? Yo, i will say fuck you in a minute before you get to your point. But if I like it. I will go back and watch it, and I can't say I'm gonna get it all in the month because I don't have that much time, but I will go back and watch it so i have, I want you to break it down i don't want, i don't but I have some questions because I don't know who these characters are, but so I want you to break all it right. down and I'm gonna have my opinion so go ahead game of Thrones what is this is this the last season? what season is that seven or eight season season eight season eight
1: last so, season
0: game game of Thrones season eight well, First, should i I should say t- Technically, the last season because they're
1: already talking about having a, a couple couple spinoffs, so okay. it will be the last of this. Go last
0: ahead. last of this. All right. So this is our first segment doing this because I've tried, you know, like I I am willing for to for the for the content to watch stuff I'm not really into. So tell me, tell so tell me about it, bro. I watched it, but tell me about it. so much. Tell the people about it. So what? So what things like surprised you uh, for this last episode? Yeah, yeah. Um, for this last
1: episode, I I knew that they had to to somebody. Jon Snow had to find out that that he is Daenerys' I believe, nephew. Um, so I mean, I knew that he had to find that out. Daenerys is, is you know, the, the queen of mother of dragons, queen of dragons, queen to the and that's and the, the short and
0: that's the shorter with the white or gray hair, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Daenerys Targaryen, she's bad than a mother. That's yeah, a whole other story. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, the, so they had to find that he had to find out that they were related somehow. It, it surprised me that they done it so quick, but I understand it's only was six episodes. So I mean, I, I kind of see where they had to do it, but I just didn't expect it the first episode. Um, I was it was cool that Sam was able to tell him that, that somebody Sam is um, somebody that Jon Snow you know trusts and, and you know cares deeply a lot you know a lot about respects him and so forth and so on. So it was interesting that Sam was the one that told him. Uh, it was just a surprise to help me that they said that it was like the first episode, like, like boom, he knows, you know what I mean. So it's going to be interesting to see how the how the next how the so, few episodes me, unfold.
0: Because go ahead. No, so let me ask you this, man. So in this episode, John he found out that Daenerys that's his, that's that's like his aunt, right? And uh, yeah, and then like and then John like he he thrashed, correct? A couple times. So let me ask this. Why was the dragon? Was it, did, the, did the dragon know? Because the dragon was kind of looking at John like, you nasty. You know, I just, I yeah, picked so, that. Did, so did, the, the, the dragons, dragons the, are they intuitive to know this? I don't know. Because like I said, this the is drag- the first, second time watching it. So the dragons are very
1: in tune with oh. Daenerys. Um, they are very in tune with, with her emotions, with, you know, how she feels. But she literally is like their mother. So they're, they are like very protective of her, you know, that sort of deal. And they, she's been trying to slowly um, get them more and more comfortable and get them more in sync with Jon Snow. Um, and the dragon in that, in that particular frame, you could tell that the dragon was like not so comfortable because they were kissing and they were sharing that intimate moment. But the dragon was like, okay, like what's really going on? Because she had him, she had Jon Snow ride that particular dragon, which he had never done before which is taking a big step because, you know, only she's been the one riding the dragons up until this point. So it was kind of one of those things like the dragon kind of feels, I'm assuming the dragon is seeing and kind of feeling like, okay, like something's up. But at the same time, kind of having some reservations, like I know that that my mom or I know that she's trying to get me more comfortable with this cat, but I really feel like something's up. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just, I think it's one of those things where the dragon is just trying to figure it out, like what the whole hell is going on.
0: Yeah, man. So that's what I really wanted to, to to ask you, man. So so let me ask you this: So what's the shorty's name that was? Uh, she gave somebody a stank eye. She's one of the queens, I assume. The one what's the what's the woman's name? Was like she told homie to to go. Don't get yourself a. If you want a whore, get a whore. If you want a queen, earn it or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, what's that's, her name? That's Cersei. Cersei. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what make her so damn special? Because I'm thinking like, oh, this is what the homie said on Twitter, and this is my homie Nick. <laughs> You know, he was just like, "Yo, I, I, he's like, I bet you, I'm gonna hear that, hear that all summer long." I said, "I know it's gonna be a whole bunch of Instagram chicks when I'm out here trying to furze, looking, <laughs> looking, looking at, you know, looking at some ass and titties." <laughs> you out here trying to get racial folks, and and a piggyback up. I, I hate that. Don't you hate that? Like, yo, you out here showing, you out here busting it open. I don't care about your wife and you talking about you looking for a king. Yo, know, if you going to show that ass, <laughs> I don't about yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit is annoying. Oh, I can't stand that. You know what I'm saying? That's just like back when oh, you were like, short, "Shorty out here and busting over for everybody else," and then she wants you to take it to the movies. No, 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 baby, don't you bust over for me <laughs> too. I'm special. You <laughs> know what I'm <laughs> saying? Shoot me like the mother. Niggas. Yeah, you like the other niggas, and you and you know, I thrash, and you feel a regret with yourself because you know it could be it could be different this time. No, baby, no. I hate that. Man. But continue, man. Sidebar.
1: Oh man. Yeah, so Cer- so Cersei is uh like she, she, she's like the original bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like she's the she's that chick. You know, she's a um, she's a Lannister. Lannister is one of the one of the big houses, big families, a lot of power, and whatnot. Um but Cersei is she she's a she's a dirty broad. She she's pretty sinister, she's very cunning, very smart, um, but she is an individual who is trying to vie for the throne, like vie for power for the Iron Throne. Um, Like like many of them are, like many of them feel like they are the heir or they belong on the throne. Um, Cersei, Sansa, uh, Daenerys. um, There's other individuals that that feel like they should be the ones. So she's just a, she's just a a major player because she has a lot of power. Her family has a lot of power. Um, I mean, it just is what it is. That's, that's just kind of her angle. She, she wants power. She thrives off power. Um,
0: and that's that's just it. Hey man, so so let me ask you this. So I, I want to you know, and I'm it's for you. Got to think, y'all. I don't really watch the show. I tried before; it wasn't my thing. But I honestly felt in tune because I seen something on Vice, and they were talking about how black people have created this culture to make Game of Thrones our own. I was like, yo, I should watch it because I want to. I feel left out. So yeah, I yeah. seen what was the character man do? She had the chick that was riding him, and they kept on talking about like the war stuff, man. So what was his name? chick that was riding it was a chick it was they were having a sex scene and the dude was up in there laid down and the chick was her riding him it was two other chicks in the room oh um oh damn i can't think of his name he's just kind of like a
1: henchman okay like he's 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 like a he's like a dude that like carries out like you know if you want somebody dead or or you know something like that like he's just kind of like a henchman type guy um he but he's a he's a dude that has been loyal to just about i should say loyal but kind of just worked for just about everybody he really don't have no morals. Really, just you know, I'm I'm all about the money and about me. So he will align himself with whoever is, is offering up the most payment. Kind of like it, like like a like a mercenary type. Like I'm in it for me as long as I'm getting paid, as long as I'm getting pussy. You know, whoever's going to provide all that to me, I'm I'm good with that. So I mean, he he's not like a like a super major character, but he has um, helped out major major players in in various in various uh, seasons and, and scenarios. But he he's like say he's just a, he's like a loner.
0: Okay. Him yeah, the
1: yeah. the guy the guy that, that they refer to as the hound, um, he's like another guy like that. They're kinda of cut
0: from the same claw. Oh cool, man. So okay. then I've seen a homie uh that Tyron. He's he you know Tyrion. Then, Tyrion. Okay, yeah, you can tell. You know, I, yeah. I want, he really his real name is Tyrone, which I won't call him Tyrion. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, man. So you know, is he so is, is he cooking up something? Because I saw he told dude he had no balls. I said, damn, well you out here, you out here talking. Oh about well, him? well, dude really doesn't have any balls. He's a, oh. he's a he's a
1: unit. He's a unit. Yeah, he he really ain't got nothing down bottom. Oh, okay. so uh, okay. that 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 part that part's a fact. He oh, he, okay. he does not he does not have anything down there, but. Uh, Tyrion is a is a major player. Um he's actually Cersei's brother. Um so yeah, he, he's a he's a major player. He's kind of broken away from the old ways of thinking and his family and their and their lineage. Cersei actually tried to kill him, you know, before, but he's kind of like kind of channeling his own path. I think that he he's very cunning, very smart, very manipulative. He's like he's like, damn you know, smooth as Barack, but like he, he can be as, as, as sinister as, you know, a, a, a Stalin or a Hitler, you know what I'm saying? Like very, very good with the words, very cunning, very smooth. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, he's not some minister somebody to cross Now he will, he will do a, a certain amount of dirty work, but he's oftentimes having people do a dirty work for him. So the dude that you just was talking about that was having the, the foursome with the three chicks, mm-hmm. like he's, He's worked for Tyrion before to get Tyrion out of some things and, um, you know, kill some people. So, it's – yeah, Tyrion is that dude. Tyrion is probably my favorite character. Tyrion and and Arya are are probably my two favorite characters.
0: I bet, man. And 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 Daenerys, you know,
1: for various reasons.
0: Oh, all right, man. So, shout out to that, man. So, what we'll do is we will go through through this. Did we we catch everything? Because I want to make sure we hit all the, the major points.
1: Yeah, we hit we hit most of the major points. Uh, I think that you, you're going to find that in this season that um, <clears throat> the the Night King, who's the you know the the lead White Walker or whatever the 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 undead army or wh- whatever you want to call them, uh, I think he he's he's pretty powerful right now. You know he's he's got one of her dragons. They like he killed one of her dragons and and kind of got him on, you know the dead team. He's got three giants, you know, on the dead team and. It's literally just a, a large collective of, of people and, and, and uh, you know, arsenal to throw at, you know, the rest of these individuals to try to to try to get to the throne. And there's a lot of uh, uh, pushback, like, is the Night King really – he, is he trying to have the throne, or is there other other things that he's after? A lot of people are, collect, are connecting Bronn and the Night King he, to a certain extent. Bronn is the little dude in a wheelchair – They can see through other people, see visions. He can see through the through the um, uh, the crows and that sort of deal. Um, So there's a lot this this should. I'm hoping is going to unfold a little bit more uh, in
0: this next episode with that. So that's probably the only thing that we really didn't touch on. All right, but we'll get we'll get in. So every every podcast till it finishes, you know, we will we will have a game of th- we will have a Game of Thrones update, man. So definitely, man, appreciate that. It's something new, you know, we always try to add, add add new things, man. So hey, so let's switch it up, man. So twenty years ago, I think the other day, one of my favorite movies dropped, and that's the movie Life. So man, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well I didn't realize it'd been twenty years, man. That time me so either, on, man. By. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, bro. So what's your favorite parts of the movie? uh
1: i'll say one of my one of my favorite or my absolute favorite part for the movie was uh the 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 bernie Mac i'm the pappy scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> Where they all were step they all stepped forward you know and giving different versions you know that that, that little partner my dad i'm that dear little partner's, uh daddy or yeah. you know i'm the daddy and this and then I bernie the Mac yeah. uh, i'm the pappy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Y'all yeah, that's, he he he's pissed. That nigga, like you see him turn red. He stormed off. And yeah, could get the car started in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was probably my favorite scene. Uh, I like the the I guess you call it the 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 plan scene or the or the scene where uh, Eddie Murphy is staring at Martin Lawrence while they in the bed yeah. in the bedroom and Martin Lawrence trying to go to sleep and he's like, I know you. I know you planning something. Yeah. And he's like well, you tell me what the hell I'm planning? Yeah, <laughs> like. Like that, just just that exchange was was probably one of my favorite parts because I think they said that uh, the two of them kind of ad lib some of yeah. the, a lot of that wasn't in the script. They just kind of ad libbed and went back and forth, and they got it all on on film and used it. Uh, so that's probably my second favorite scene of
0: that movie. Yeah, I wish honestly that Eddie and Martin would have done more work together. Like I yeah. think they could have did some great work because I love them in Boomerang, and then I love them in Life's Life Life's one of my favorite movies, man. And I, and I have similar scenes to you, but as far as favorites, man. But uh, let me ask you this, man: What do you rank Eddie in the, in a the, in the Life in the Eddie Murphy catalog? I don't know, man. So
1: my J knows, and anybody who knows the Bowtie Fresh, I'm a I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan. So um, that that that's that's tough to me. But I think that I personally I would put it in my top ten. You know what I mean? That. I, I would, it would probably be my, you know, toward the bottom of my top 10 because I got, uh, there's a lot of movies I like for Eddie Murphy in, but um, I definitely would have it in my top 10 because I think it was a, it was comedy, um, but it also like uh, was kind of culturally and socially, you know, conscious. It talked and spoke to a lot of different things that were going on in that time setting that are very relatable now. I but yeah, definitely that. my top 10, man. But I'm, I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan, man. I can, I can run down some movies for you.
0: Yeah, I I, I like Eddie's stuff. I'm, I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan too, but some of my favorites of Eddie Murphy is like, it ain't like some of the 80s comedy. Like, you know, one, one of my favorites is Harlem Nights, because white people hate that movie. And I'm a big boom, <laughs> Boomerang fan. That's probably my, honestly, between that and coming to America, my probably comes to America first. But, you I mean, we'll be coming to America, maybe Boomerang, Harlem Nights. I enjoy life. Uh, let's see, what else do I really like? Uh, so here go.
1: I can give you my top right yeah. now, man. Because oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just that big of an Eddie Murphy fan. So coming to America by far is my number one favorite. Eddie Where's Murphy the Golden
0: movie. Child, nigga? I, I'm.
1: I, I got you. I got you. Trading <laughs> trading places would probably be number two. Harlem Nights number three. The first 48 Hours movie number four. Beverly Hills Cop number five. The first one. Uh, Dream Girls. Boomerang, Vampire in Brooklyn, Golden Child, and then Life. Those are probably my top 10. And I don't want anybody to sleep on Bowfinger. That was another, that that was, that was another one of my
0: underrated movies. My lady loves Norbit. Oh, she loved Norbit. Norbit
1: was hilarious too. Norbit was a good one. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really get into Bowfinger. Golden Child. I, I hated Golden Child when it came out, but then it's so, to me it was so bad watching it now. I'd be in there cracking up. Uh, let me see what else <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't like uh, like some of the like first, the second forty eight hours. I didn't like that. Uh, no, I, didn't I didn't like, like the I didn't like. I didn't like Beverly Hills Cop three. They could have kept. They could have kept that on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I like like. plus life comes like. up. So this is one of those things I've seen it probably more than anything else besides probably coming to America because it ain't a week that don't go by that I don't see life on cable. But yeah. So I like I like I, I threw Dream Girls in there because I liked his
1: role in that. Yeah. It, it showed, you know, you know, some of some of the singing and you know, kinda showed him as, you know, just in a different light. There was bits and pieces of comedic, you know, you know, relief or whatnot, but I I I liked that movie, man. I, I liked his role in that movie. Yeah, man. So that'd be Boomer Boomer Boomerang is just naturally ill. Yeah. And then Vampire in Brooklyn, him him playing that ill ass Vampire.
2: <laughs> yeah. He was like,
1: What do you say? Evil. Brother, brother, it's good. Brother, uh, it's necessary without yeah. light <laughs> without dark there is no light <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah yeah that was that, oh, was, that said, was a dope
1: movie oh, man said, what do you say bro, bro, brother lewis was on uh, well, 25th street home us just the other night <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's crazy man so let me ask you this man so let's switch it up to music man what you listening to right now uh,
1: uh let's see uh i've been listening to that august i I can't even lie that that new oh,
0: one is pretty damn. decent. Oh, no wonder Will Smith. No no, wonder Will Smith been out here sending you threatening messages on Instagram. To me. <laughs> he was gonna smack you up. Yeah, he didn't say. he, he did say he was gonna beat you. He said he was gonna smack you, nigga. No wonder. He's <laughs> out, here, out here listening to his nemesis, alleged legend, a
1: <laughs> Yeah, man. So shout out to Will Smith. You know what I'm saying. You know, still, still a, big, still a big fan. But uh, I listen. I've been listening to that August Alsing. He's got, he's got a couple of decent little cuts on there. Honestly. Um, I like that cut that he's got on there um, called Secret. I like Lost, uh, and I like Forever in the Day, which is the title cut. Um, I've been listening to that, though. I'm listening to Trevor Jackson a little bit. Like, he's got some Naptown. Shout
0: out Naptown. Yeah,
1: shout out Trevor Jackson. Uh, I've been listening to that Puddle song um, and that Warning song that he's got. I've been listening to that. Uh, jaden smith got like a new little something that's out but i've always been keeping jade smith in rotation He's just got like various type of like groove music then he's got like some rap type stuff and so i've been keeping him just in rotation because i've liked various things that he's put out but but then i've been listening to my to my 90s r&b man i didn't listen to it to them avant i didn't have some daggone uh uh jodeci in there I had a little bit of everybody. I was listening to uh, uh, As Yet last night. Oh, damn. I can't <laughs> live. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to that. Um, I listened to some Total the other day. So, yeah, I've just been listening to my my 90s R&B mix and kind of sprinkling in some of that August Alcina and Trevor Jackson.
0: Well, for what me? about stuff? Uh, I've been still listening to a lot of Nipsey, you know, and I've been listening to, uh, I, you know, I listened to the Beyonce. I watched the documentary. We'll get into that a little later. This in the last segment, and then I uh, I listened to. Uh, hey, you listen. You missed my Anderson Pack. You checked out the. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
1: you, and uh, uh, a a partner of our, a partner of ours, uh, Crystal, Crystal, Crystal restaurant. She put me on the an Anderson Pack. Uh, probably like. Four months ago because I was like, who she was like, yo, you need to like listen yeah. to him. Even know, though Malibu know.
0: Malibu was like one is great. But the uh, venture was good. He got a he got a song with Andre Three Thousand though. I mean Andre's flowing. his out, his down. Oh. And oh, then you it, know, and, I'm a big 3,000 fan. Then it pisses you off because, like, well, damn, Andre, case you call up big, to get in the studio, you flowing like this. But yeah, it's right. that's dope. And it's also a sister who I, uh, my homeboy Ramsey, shout out to on the Ad Podcast, and they've been really big supporters. He put me on. Her name is Sis. She's out of Jersey, man, and she got a couple nice little projects. I'm i am I'm, a, I'm gonna send them to you on Twitter so we can get a, get her some name. And she's the an indie artist doing. She looks like a little smooth little R&B, but she can, you know, she she can. Sing, you know, some of those other stuff they they got the smooth groove, but they can't really show them they can sing. But yeah, she can sing. I'm here for it. I definitely will, uh, I definitely will sit back and send that to you on the Twitter so people she get her so she get her likes up and you know get out there because I think her projects on on Spotify and all that stuff. So, yes, yeah, so yeah. I've been, been bumping that. And then, uh, and also since it's the 25th anniversary of Illmatic, one of my favorite albums of all time, you know, definitely got to get, get out of spin today, man. So, uh, this to me is like one of the albums I could i can put on and i skip because i I'm one one so short i do skip through the through the beginning because like yo, i'm not really for the skit life but yo, that's like one of my favorite albums of all time so we'll be running we'll be running that back today and last
1: i was gonna say that uh i, I planned on listening to that <clears throat> excuse me to that homecoming the the you know the beyonce joint yeah that's that, some, of, some of that today as i kind of navigate my day i'm sitting at the crib kind of working from home and I got, I got a sick little woman <coughs> Excuse me. Just
0: kind of navigating and, you know, all
1: that type of stuff. But yeah, man, definitely plan on the doc- listening to that.
0: The documentary, bro, to show that woman's devotion of like how she like, how she rehearses on three, on three stages at a time. So when she goes back and watch, she can watch what everybody's doing, like the going without eating sugars and meats and carbs and all that stuff to get, to get her body back after, you know, having that C-section and those twins. Like yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew Beyonce was like a boss, and I'm not in the hive or anything like that, man. But you just come out of like, damn! I didn't know she was doing it like that. The amount of work that she puts in, and of course you've heard about it, but it's another thing to see it and to see the dream manifesting into something so black at Coachella. Yo, the music on Homecoming is banging. Like that that band and stuff she got. Yo, that's yeah. that bangs, dog. So like I said, if you checked out our Instagram, I put a uh, on no extra mail today. All all hot sauce. And because you know, <laughs> I, I was, you know, I, my pe- my assistant is sick and another colleague is sick, so I was, I was the only person in the office, and I'm the only person of color there. So no male, all hot sauce, man. So yeah, check out that homecoming, man. That home- the even in the the, the, the what's the name? The documentaries on Netflix and the album is out, but yeah, it mug is bad. It's, it's the music is dope, man. So I definitely right. check that out. So all
1: right, Mike J, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna see out right here doing all single
0: all the single ladies hit thrust, am I? <laughs> Nah, nigga, but love, come on, love, love on top, come on, I will push you out the damn way and then shit I'll it down because she started, she started, she started off on the homecoming like we just singing the words. I said, oh shit, here it comes, and then she hit that baby and she goes, fuck it, I'm free. <laughs> hey, man. hey man, I remember, man, I was uh. I was going to school. I was going to Terre Haute to finish. I was in my grad program. And I was driving. And next thing you know, love on top came on, man. I was in that motherfucker box. I was like, oh, hey, man. Hitting it. I was like, I forgot my damn windows open. I need to, I need to, I need to tighten up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need to put hey, like, up in my spine.
1: <laughs> hey, it's something like a dream, man. Like a hey. hoop dream. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, shit. Never that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, you wrong for that, brother. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. But it's, it's been it's been it's been crazy, man. But uh check it check it out, man. But yeah, I'm not in the high, I'm high and adjacent. Now now if it was a Prince hive, then yeah. That's that's different. You know, but uh You said I'm
1: high I'm adjacent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I'm I, a worker bee. Yeah, <laughs> now Prince high, yeah, you know, man. So ain't like it ain't like I know I know you in the Michael Jackson hive, know, you know, working day and night, come on, then you turn into a different oh. person, nigga. Oh hey,
1: nigga. Yeah, yeah, hey. That nigga, nigga, that damn human nature, hey.
2: That's what the hey. shit is. Bye, bye. My, Tell him that it's hey.
0: human nature. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike was out here singing at the Wade and that other little boy on a damn documentary, allegedly. Mike was like, lies. <laughs> lies. Was like, Still on the throne of lies. Like, Mike, like, <laughs> like, so look these damn nipples. <laughs> allegedly. Mike is innocent, goddammit. <laughs> Mike had licked the nipples. That's some freak shit. <laughs> damn, Mike. <laughs> Fuck it. I go from getting my ass whooped and GI to come to start to lick some white boy nipples? Nah, nah. It's nasty. Allegedly. Hey, man. Like <laughs> it I said allegedly three times, you ain't gonna get me up out of here. Uh-uh. But yeah, man, but uh, but, but Bowtie, man, go ahead and uh, wrap us on up, man. I think we uh, have accomplished everything that we needed today, my brother.
1: Yeah, hey, yeah, man. So, a uh, motivational word from Bowtie Fresh this week, <clears throat> excuse me, and it goes like this When writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen. And I, I spoke to me a little bit this week uh, and it, just because of. we. The age of social media and then you know just different things that you see around you or whatnot uh, people have to learn and, and be able to establish themselves love themselves and live their own life can't live the life your parents want you to can't live the life that you know you might see on instagram you can't live the life that your co-worker lives like be you and write a great story for you um, and don't let anyone else you know tell you or influence you otherwise
0: No doubt, no doubt. Shout out, shout out to the homie Robin for having a sparkling rosé on the desk.
1: (laughs) Hey man, hey
0: man. Hey, Robin Wadden apple on Friday morning, and, bro. And, and, and back, got a promotion and, and lots, of, lots of shit. And also, man. Also, uh, mine. Hey, man, shout out to everybody who participated in our, our NCAA March Madness game. The homie Demetrius won. He should have got his shirts on Monday. So I will check back in and see if he got his merchandise. So, But we are men of our word. If you say you're going to get something or we owe it to you, I will send you a confirmation email, um, a text or email, however you want it. That shows the tracking number so you can show where it is. And it's like I sent the package. So they got it. So shout out to everybody participated. We've been down for day one. Uh, and also, man, shout out for our last podcast, man. There was a lot to talk about, like, that personal stuff of my uncle being murdered and going through that. So I appreciate having you know, a group of, like, family that were able to listen and embrace me and all that type of stuff. And so I appreciate that. So it was about Nipsey, but it was also cathartic to be able to, like, let those emotions out. So I feel so much better about it. So, uh, No doubt. No it. doubt. I want everybody to get high for Endgame. It's about to go down. You got your ticket yet? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm yes, thinking sir. I'm gonna try to. I got probably trying try to go twice, Saturday, or Saturday or Saturday Sunday because you know, also grown man-ish, I will be at the NFL draft next Thursday, so I will be flicking it up on the Instagram and all that type of stuff. So we probably won't have a show Friday morning, but we definitely will get one in the weekend because I want to be able to talk about the draft no and in game. So we will we will make sure we get it done before your Monday starts. So that's on me. So I will make sure that we get it done, and I'm putting it out there in public so my brother can hold me accountable. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate everybody for holding us down. We will catch y'all on probably – it won't be will be Friday, but we'll catch y'all next week, and we'll have all this, all the different type of stuff. So, appreciate it. Y'all right, rocking with us, and we will catch y'all next time. Peace out. Yep.